Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so if you missed the last show, that's going to be show number 144. Check that out. We talked about paradise in plain sight. Um, I'm not sure if you're going to catch me more candid. <laughs> uh, Karen and I had a fantastic interview. And to be honest with you, if you listen to the show, half the show is us just talking openly. And uh, it wasn't even interview format. It was just uh, she actually had to get going. And it was good information. I wanted you guys to hear what we were talking about. So we just let it ride. Today, we're talking about being grateful for what you have. This is show number 145. And uh, in this episode, it's just me. I'm talking about a few different things. I have stories to share, my perspective, and hopefully I can shine some light on a different angle for being grateful for what we have. So stay right there. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so as I was saying in the intro, in this episode, it is just me. <laughs> There's no interview. Uh, just you and me, just like I started out. And I very much enjoy the interview format. I like talking to people, meeting them, and hearing what they write about, uh, speak about, and what type of expert they are. But I also like to have the opportunity to talk to you as well, to share my experiences and let you know my thoughts on a given subject. So today I'm going to talk about being grateful for what we have. And now this show was in part inspired by the last show, again, Paradise in Plain Sight. I mean, so often we wish we had something. We talk about when we get older, when we retire, or when we have this or that. And when all the while we have exactly what we want staring us right in the face. Often we have everything we need. We have everything we've ever dreamed of, but we're so busy wanting, we can't see what's right in front of us. So, but before we get into too in depth into the show, I want to talk about the, the format and how we've been moving forward. As you know, I like to talk to you and let you know how things are going and, and how we're, we're moving forward and also what I'm grateful for. So first of all, I wanted to let you know that this is a real radio show. Jameson Brown, my editor, he's a real DJ or, or broadcaster who edits the material. 96.5 CKFM is a real radio station. So the point I'm getting at is we need sponsors to air the show. It sounds funny, but it's true. And the reason I want to explain this is because once in a while, I tune into podcasts as well. I want to see what others are doing, maybe find some useful information or listen to other experts in their field. And all I hear is commercial after commercial. And it's, you know, it's shocking to me. There's one podcast that I tried to tune into a couple times and I don't need to tell you who it was, but the first five minutes is commercials before they get into any content. And, and it's shocking. Like I lose interest so quickly that I don't even listen to the, to the show because it takes so long to get to the content. Um, but then you have those big name types, the ones that we all know bring in a very substantial income and they still advertise as often as possible. I just don't get it. Um, well, I mean, of course, there's nothing wrong with making money or, or bringing in income from the show, but to add interruptions after interruption when it's not needed, um, you know, I, I hope that doesn't sound biased or, or negative. Like, we, we, I enjoy our sponsors. I have a good relationship with, with all of them. We've had them on for a long time, and I like to share their information and, and talk about, you know, help them promote as well. And, of course, they keep the show on air. 
Um, I really like this one magazine. It doesn't advertise at all. And I wish I could think of the name of it for you, but I'll see if I can find it and link it to the show notes so you can check it out. But just think about that. It's a novel idea. Magazines are flooded with advertisements. In fact, many of them, it seems like that's all they have is advertisements instead of content. As much as I would love to advertise without sponsors so you guys could hear just the show, I'm so grateful for the ones that we have. But I mean, think about a show without commercials that would be fantastic. But like I was saying earlier, we're, we're, on, we're on air and that's what we do and uh, that's what we need to keep moving forward. So yeah, I just want to make that clear. It's not just another way to bring in money or that sponsors may not be needed um, as they aren't with podcasts alone. Uh, so I just wanted to you know let you know that and share that with you, be open and honest with you. Uh, we're actually on air. We have a couple people helping out and uh, airtime certainly isn't free. So uh, all right, we're going to move on to... Uh, you know, being grateful. And I just have a quick couple shout outs to those who've recently let me know how much they've been enjoying the show. Um, All right. So look, to be quite honest with you, I'm not one of those celebrity types that gets more emails from the show than I can handle. I'm not one of those people that can't be reached or I'm not some entity entity um, or have three personal assistants that answer for me. Um, you're, if you send me an email, you're going to hear back from me <laughs> and that's the truth of it. Um, and, and you know, this show at times it can be hard work to book interviews, to uh, schedule studio time, to review books and then plan a proper, uh, uh, interview and then to write blog posts and strategically share those posts as well afterwards. So they don't seem like spam, but I hope I don't sound like I'm complaining. It's all something I very much enjoy. In fact, this radio show is easily, if not one of, uh, you know, my favorite things to do with all that I have going on. Uh, but it does take effort on a weekly basis. And at times when you don't hear from anyone, you wonder if anyone's listening. It's a little different now because I can track downloads from iTunes. But, you know, I still wonder if others are appreciating the show and, you know, what they have to say, what they're thinking about it. The show is growing, which is exciting. So more people are writing in. And I don't think that makes me immune to it or less grateful. In fact, it makes me more grateful to know we're reaching others that are actually benefiting and enjoying tuning into the show. Now, we had Julie from Olds who said uh, she wished the shows were longer. And that's fantastic to hear. Thank you so much for that, Julie. We have Rob that's written in a number of times from Didsbury. And uh, he's, he always lets me know that he enjoys the show. So thanks so much for that, Rob. Uh, my man, Jace from Red Deer, who's actually setting up his own personal training mobile service. Uh, you know, we've, we've been talking a little bit back and forth. And then lastly, Margo, who just wrote in from Hannah. And she bought Detoxify herself and some Complete Truth Protein. And she also let me know how much she's been enjoying the show too. So thanks so much, Margo, and all of you for, for saying that. And I know I say this often at the end, but I really mean it. I mean, thank you all so much, each and every every one of you that downloads and comments and shares, you know, and let your friends know what we're doing as well. I mean, I can track a lot of that stuff. I can watch the show grow and reach more people. And I truly get inspired by more people that we can reach and, and more people that I hear from. So again, thanks to everyone, you know, that takes the time to write in. Your notes certainly don't, don't go unnoticed. So in the next segment, I'm going to talk about what I do more than anything. And it's both what imprisons me and also what frees me as well. So stay right there. I'll explain that when we come back. 
This segment brought to you by Complete Truth Protein Powder. Live free, live true with whole natural foods. No additives, no preservatives, and soy, gluten, and dairy free. Supplement with superfood to energize your day. Visit completetruthprotein.co for more. All right, welcome back to Exploring Mind and Body. Today, it's just me. It's uh, Drew Tadia, <laughs> if you didn't know. And uh, we're talking about being grateful for what you have. So uh, we were going to jump into our first segment here. And I want to tell you something I wrote up that's uh, it's something that I do often. I don't actually call myself a writer. So more than anything I do, I write. And more than starting new projects, more than working on the ones I've already started, more than you know anything I, I, I call myself, I write. So I, cl- I probably write close to 2,000 words a day. I write on two social media pages. I write two blog posts on two different websites each week. Uh, Sometimes I write for this radio show right here, and that could be up to 4,000 words at times if I prepare the whole show. Uh, I also answer emails, you know, which is the majority of what I do. I write a lot of my business comes through emails and and, in conversating that way. And not too long ago, it hit me. This is my art. And this is what I do, especially when you look at blog posts and um, and posts on social media, because this is how I reach people and how I've been able to reach them on a different level. And But many people say you, you write well. They say, I wish I could write like you. All the while, writing certainly didn't come natural to, natural to me. It didn't come easy at all. I was writing for my blog on my Trueform website. That's at trueformlife.com. That was almost six years ago, which I'm sure many people have never read. And to be honest with with you, the writing, it wasn't very good and I didn't have much of a fan base, so no one was really reading it anyways, but there's so many benefits. If you ever heard me talk about writing, there's so many benefits to writing. I believe it's more medicinal than anything, but I think people believe I woke up one day and started writing in a way people could resonate with. I think those that just start to write believe they're either great at it or they shouldn't do it at all. Now, I partially write for those that read what I write. I partially write because that's the only way I thought I could reach an audience. But I also write because I believe writing offers, you know, these number of benefits I just talked about. I wrote for likes and shares. I wrote for comments and tracked views to a fault until I looked at my own writing from a different angle. If writing really is my art, shouldn't I do it for me? If writing is something I enjoy, doesn't matter who reads, comments, or shares. If something I can write can change one person's day, isn't it worth it? These are all questions I was asking myself when I thought about you know myself as a writer. I don't, but I, so now I looked at it from a different angle. I no longer track views. I don't hope a piece will reach 300, 600, or 1,000 people. I don't hope for a like or a share that would cause one of my writings to reach hundreds more, although I very much appreciate them. What might sound ungrateful or selfish has been freeing. See, what sets me free also imprisons me if I let it. I love to write, but if I don't write for me, if views control how well I perceive a piece of work that I write, if I don't believe I reach enough people, I allow my writing to lose value. I allow it to control me, thinking I'm not good enough, thinking whatever I wrote wasn't worth reading. Did Michelangelo paint the Sistine Chapel and wait around to see who would appreciate it? Does a street artist paint a piece on a wall and sit there and wait to hear what others think or say when walking by? No, because that wouldn't be art. You create your art because that's what you love to do. You let it go. You share it with the world. And that's good enough or should be. Whatever your art is, whatever you want to share with whomever it may be, share it. Let it go. Don't count clicks or views. Don't wait around to see who appreciates it. Be an artist. 
a free one that shares a gift with the world. No contingencies, no strings attached. Make this world a better place by releasing what you love and it'll love you back. Be a free artist. Whatever it is you have to share, that's the only way to live what you love. Next segment, I'm going to talk about celebrating things and (laughs) at times how ridiculous things are that we celebrate and that we don't celebrate. So stay right there. We're coming right back on Exploring Mind and Body. Exploring Mind and Body with True Forms, True Tadia would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Didsbury, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart, working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, True Tadia, or to find out how you can become a sponsor, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Today I'm talking about being grateful for what you have. I just spoke about how writing frees me and, and, and the benefits and, the, and also how it imprisons me as well. This next topic is, is, is quite similar. It talks about you know what we celebrate. Uh, it could be what we're grateful for and even what we track. And a lot of times those of us in business or I don't know what you do, I wouldn't call myself a public figure, but those that try to reach a larger audience, we look at things that aren't, you know, that shouldn't be that significant in our, in our lives and it controls us. So, you know, I was thinking, I was thinking the other day and wondering, have you ever sat back and thought about the things that we celebrate and how ridiculous it would sound 10 years ago, you know, even five, how about 20 years ago, I recently passed 600 likes on my, you know, true form Facebook page. And, um, you know, that's something that, you know, that's something that people like celebrate. You see small businesses and how excited they get over, over these things that are, that could be important to them if they allow it and, and, and it's something that we do allow. And sometimes I, I sit and wonder how those big name types have 20,000 likes. And I used to sit around and wonder how I could get more myself, how more people would pay attention to what I have to say. I actually looked to find fake likes on a, this website called Fiverr. Everything's five bucks and it's oh usually uh, worthless, a waste of money. But <laughs> so um, I wanted to get more likes on my page looked more important, if you could imagine. I think this is the first time I've uh, publicly shared that, which is a little embarrassing, but it's the truth. And I I think that I'm sure others have tried to do the same, (laughs) but don't get me wrong. I more than appreciate every single like, everyone that pays attention, everyone that reads or gives me just a moment of their time in the busy day and so much noise and clutter going on especially on social media, but it's not my world. It's not anymore. I share my work and I let it go much like I talked about in the last segment. It's not up to me to see if people will read, appreciate, like, or comment. And trust me when I say this used to be a very real concern for me. And it truly is for many running businesses. I've sat around for hours listening to other business owners talk about how to draw more traffic, how to get more likes, how to reach more people. So when I meet someone, I look them up. I do research to see who they are, what they do, what kind of following they have. But more than anything, I look to see who's engaged. That really makes the difference. I look at what people have to say. Uh, I look at you know who's liking each post and, and what they're commenting on. And I even look to see if 
the person writing it replies back to their fans, you know, that took time out of their day to leave a comment. I've seen bigger companies or individuals with thousands of likes and never a comment. I've seen public figures have no one talking about their page. And you can tell who's talking about it by that little small number next to the number of likes up there. And uh, I mean, so what am I to think? Does this person really have an audience? Do they have people that care about what they have to say? Do they have people reading or resonating with what they're posting? And finally, finally, (laughs) what irks me the most about, you know, Facebook in particular is every time someone posts, it's a giant sales pitch about a new product or new service that's for sale. But none of that really matters, especially what other people are doing. I go on those pages to share my stories with my audience, to share my perspective. I, without a doubt, hope I can share some light from a different angle for you. I hope you can resonate with what I have to say and even hope my writing and stories are good enough to share with a larger audience audience, but that's not why I write. I don't write for likes anymore. I don't see who's reading or who's sharing, but I always comment. (laughs) Uh, You know, I appreciate that much. You guys taking your time out of your day. You can bet I'm going to be on there answering. Um, but if I could reach one person, if one thank you comes across, if someone reads and, and wrote that I changed their perspective or brighten their day, then a million likes wouldn't make a difference. All that aside, those that are engaged and enjoy visiting my pages and, and what I do, those who you know uh, like from time to time and share, especially those that comment, I'll always be grateful for those of you that encourage and give life to my work. All right, stay right there. In this next segment, I want to talk about why it's so difficult to give compliments. <laughs> this is something that I can't get my head around, but I have a great story to share with you. So stay right there. We'll be right back on Exploring Mind and Body. This segment brought to you by True Form Fitness. Personal training and group classes available locally for all your health and fitness needs. Visit trueformlife.com for details. Welcome back to Exploring Mind and Body. On this show, it's just me. We don't have an interview, but uh, I'm I'm here with you. I'm talking about being grateful for what we have. This next segment, um, I wonder why it's so difficult to give compliments. Like there seems like at times they're hard to come by. You hard, hardly hear someone complimenting another person. It's almost like an embarrassing thing if you, you know, call someone out for something good that they've done. And I've got a, a nice little story here. I wanna I wanna share with you. Um, um, but it, it starts out with, you know, why we're afraid to give compliments. Why are they so hard to come by? Why are people shocked when they're given or, or received? I was at a restaurant the other day and there was a really nice waiter that was working our table. The place was packed. The food was late. Clearly nothing he could do about it, but he stopped by often and not too often, but asked if we were okay or needed anything, apologized for the delay and carried on. I could have been upset. In fact, I was starving but it wasn't his fault. His service was actually very good, especially for how busy it was. So when he left, I thanked him for his service. His eyes opened wide and he said, well, thank you for understanding and being an enjoyable table to serve. Clearly he was shocked at the compliment, especially given the circumstances. And I wasn't just saying that. The service really was good. I highly doubt he gets many compliments like that. So it makes me think, why is good service expected? Why do we tip 15%? without thinking twice or whatever, 10%, whatever you tip. Do we, uh, do we tip more for quality service? Do you wonder why you tip at all? Maybe because it's a formality. There was a flood last year in the basement. The guy that came in did a bang up job. <laughs> Excuse me, I couldn't resist. He did a great job though. 
fixed floorboards, was timely. He was very professional. So I told him so. And his look was one I may never forget. It was like he never received a compliment in his life. I enjoyed another story my mother recently told me about someone that came in to fix one of her appliances. In the past, uh, this has been a nightmare. Overcharging, rude individuals, those that seemed not to shower and didn't have the courtesy to take off their shoes when they entered the house. This case was different. A younger gentleman that looked like he could have been working in a high-rise, polite, well-spoken, showered probably. (laughs) He actually saved her hundreds of dollars, which in many cases, a new appliance would have been charged and that would have been it. She was so grateful, she ended up calling him back, giving a tip, and more than anything, a sincere thank you for what he did. Tears welled up in his eyes as she thanked him, just as hers did when she explained how grateful she was for his generosity, or maybe his ability just to do his job. I'm not sure why we don't thank people for doing a good job. I don't know why we don't recognize when someone goes above and beyond. Why don't we recognize when someone simply you know, does what they're supposed to do? I think we could all do a better job if we understood real people offer services. Real people work to bring you convenience, to fix your problems, to help you out, and even to sell your products. When the, when's the last time you thanked someone? When's the last time someone thanked you? Think about that. Because I believe we get what we give in this world. And I'm sure we'd all appreciate a few more compliments. After we lost mom, I was worried about dad living alone in that big house, but I couldn't imagine him being happy anywhere else. But then Jenny, our comfort keeper, helped to make things right. Across the country or across town, comfort keepers like Jenny provide in-home care for just a few hours a week or on an extended basis. Serving Red Deer in Central Alberta, 347-3730 or reddeer.comfortkeepers.ca. All right, so on this last segment, I want to share with you uh, my perspective of it. You know, it's just a quick story of something that I saw walking to one of my appointments and I was deep in thought as usual and I was snapped to attention this time by a large group of high school girls giggling as, as they walked to their car. Not only the noise woke me up, but the perfume smell coming from the group was enough to inoculate a small animal. As I looked up to see what was going on, I could only guess they were an attractive young group because I quite literally couldn't see their face with all the makeup they had on. And in a non-judgmental way, I felt like they had mad Asks on hiding from something. Of course, now my thoughts changed to these young girls in society. I thought, what pressure they must have in today's day and age. You know, probably not a whole lot different from us when we were growing up. But nonetheless, let's take that Miley girl, for example. She's their role model. (laughs) Seriously. Could you imagine looking up to someone that feels their need to stick their tongue out at every possible moment? You know, pose nude or next to to gain attention? This is disturbing in every possible way. And to be honest with you, I feel bad for that Miley girl just as much as I feel bad for this young group of girls. Could you imagine the pressure of the whole world watching your every move? Because I couldn't. Could you imagine what it's like to have the power to influence an entire generation? To know that whatever you say, what you wear, what you do will be repeated by likely millions of people your same age. She has the pressure of topping her last performance because all she wants to do is stay on top. She has to keep turning heads, do bigger and better or more extreme to keep the interest of her fans, which can't be easy with so many competitors. You have that Bieber kid that's no different. (laughs) Funny story. For years, I thought his name was Beaver. But this kid was a sensation from YouTube almost literally overnight. One of the few probably real overnight successes. But if you could ask me, YouTube has taken more from him than it's ever given. He'll never know what it's like to be a normal kid. His youth was taken 
and he has this he has the same pressure as the girl before. He seemed like he came from a good family, and now fame directs him to the latest tabloids of usually negativity. This is no different for adults, though. We watch Hollywood love stories and don't think life really doesn't happen that way. We don't consider love actually takes work, and love at first sight is exactly where it ends, not starts. We don't consider running a business and making all the riches you dream about does happen, although not usually before years of hard work, determination, and sacrifices. The problem is we want what we want. It's like selective hearing, but this is what we're seeing. This is what we believe. We want that fairy tale so bad, we put blinders on and are looking for something that doesn't quite exist. If we took a step back and realized what reality is, what real substance is, what quality of life is, and the role models we, even as adults, aspire to? Do you really want that? Have you ever stopped to think, would I sacrifice everything, money and fame, and even love, if you're not ready for it, brings along with it? Would you give up your freedom? You might want to consider what's real in your life, because all that plastic stuff, all the things that are easily broken, usually can't be replaced. Not really. This segment brought to you by Complete Truth Protein Powder. Live free, live true with whole natural foods. No additives, no preservatives, and soy, gluten, and dairy free. Supplement with superfood to energize your day. Visit completetruthprotein.co for more. All right, so that'll wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. I hope that shines some light on being grateful. And I hope you, you know, appreciated my perspective and, you know, being open and honest with you where I am with, you know, business and, and what I'm grateful for. And, you know, even those things what you track and how you get lost. I mean, I really, with whatever happens in life, I hope I'm able to stay grounded and, and pay attention and focus to what's really important. You know, not all those numbers that don't seem to mean a whole lot. But, you know, every chance you get, I so much appreciate for tuning in and for downloading and you know you can even subscribe to the show if you like that that helps with the rankings and gives the show a chance for others to listen as well so uh thank you so much for all you do for the show give me that inspiration to keep moving forward my man jameson brown check him out on twitter at jam brown radio and uh that's it that's all i got i'm out of here as always i'm your host in health and fitness for a better world Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.